Now then, it's always a pleasure to have Jason Billows in. He's the director of sport, and he's always got a smile, and he's always got some interesting stuff to with talk you. about. With me. Uh. You've got a smile with me. That's nice. That's nice. Uh. And um, the, the thing is, um, I, I, I knew about this because somebody had told me mm. that uh, the, the Chinese government has a, a training type policy. Mm. And I... And I and I never thought to mention it. And then you said, can I talk about this? Yeah. I said, of course you can. So let's do the introduction again, shall we? Because this is actually... I thought you'd forgotten that. I know. I hadn't forgotten. I hadn't forgotten. This is a podcast inside a live show. I know it saves a bit of time, but it works really well. And it's podcast number... Number three. three. Number three. Podcast three. And Jason Billows is here. And he's talking about... Well, well you lead it. You, t- you tell me what you're going to talk about. Okay, so... In the very first academic year we were here, uh, we didn't do this because we weren't asked to. Uh, but in the second academic year, um, basically all all schools that come into the Education Bureau have to, in PE, all the pupils have to undergo uh, physical testing. Um, so at the beginning, it's not something we really do in the UK. Like in the UK, it's much more about um, much more about playing the sports. It's much more about developing. Uh, the skills rather than the physical development like from my experience anyway in the schools that I've taught in might be obviously I haven't taught in every school in the UK but the two schools that I taught in uh, for eight years one one for five one for three it was much more about developing the skills the throwing the catching um, even like running skills high jump skills rugby skills you know different different uh, skills within athletics different skills within football which is great, but um, I think this, you know this, you can spend so much time on that. I think maybe sometimes we do, maybe neglect the physical side, and maybe maybe kids do it at the same time. I'm not really sure. It's kind of a different discussion, but um, basically, the way the physical training works and the, and what we have to do for the for the government here in China is different grades have to undergo different tests. So in grade one and two, they start off with four tests sit and reach, 50-meter run, uh, one-minute skipping, and a lung capacity test, which is basically a piece of equipment they have to blow into three times. Then in grade three, um, they introduce um, sit-ups, and then in, uh, and they do that in grade four as well. And then in grade five and six, uh, we introduce an 8-by-50-meter run uh, or a 400-meter run, um, and then when you get to junior high, there's a long distance run. So for girls, it's 800 meters. Uh, for boys, uh, 1,000. And boys do pull-ups and girls do sit-ups. So you can see the n- the tests, the number of tests increases. They get older and also the type of tests they do um, also changes. There's also, uh, for junior high, they also do like a standing broad jump, like a jump with two feet together. So when I first saw this, I think if like a PE teacher from England was listening to this or from the UK was listening to this, they would think it's a little bit old school. So it's basically the, the children learning how to do the tests for one lesson or three-quarters of a lesson and then them doing the test and then we record it. So that's why you might see, Baz, I don't know if you've ever seen this, um, if you drive around Hongzhou or if you're walking around Hongzhou, um, certainly in the summer months... At night, you can see lots of mums 
filming or counting their their sons or daughters doing skipping. I have, got, yes, yeah, you I have, have seen, seen that. that. Right? Yeah, no, I, I thought, are they yeah. all tra- tra- boxing training? But yeah, because not. They, uh, they're training for this. Ah. They're practicing this because skipping's like a great, is great for lots of different sports, and it's also something you can practice in a really small space. Like you could practice it just there, like next to you. Well, and if you I don't need a lot of room, if I did it, you'd laugh your head off because I yeah. am, I look like a gazelle when I skip. <laughs> very bad, very bad. Yeah. Now you say that, but it is practice, though. Yes, indeed, indeed. But well, I, I think everyone is like that at the beginning. Yeah. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it's a little, it's a little bit old school, in one sense. But if you, we embraced it after the first year. We had to do it, which was last year, and. Um, and like having done it, having been through it, it's actually like a really, a really, really productive thing to do. Um, and it's not, it's not great for teaching and learning. You know, if someone was coming to observe you, they'd wonder what was going on. Yeah, they'd be like, "Well, Jason's not doing a lot of teaching here. He's just getting them to do the tests. He's writing down the score." Where, where do those scores go? So those scores are collated uh, amongst our department. And then we have to upload them to the government. It's like a government program, government website. And then they're collected by the government, basically. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, yeah. put you on the spot. Yeah. Now that you've done this mm. and, and you've grown to, to, to mm. see the benefits of it, mm. when you go somewhere else, if you go somewhere else, would you implement that, that type of thing wherever you went? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to, I'd like to know what's what the situation is at the school but something like it I think it's I think it's really beneficial because we know who the fastest with because we're a growing school and we're a brand new school you know like I've I've just um I've just had to cover for someone this morning it was class 4D like I've never taught them before I don't know them uh a few of them a few of them knew who I was but I've not really met them and we've been, you know, we're after the golden week now. We've been here for quite a number of weeks. Not really come across them. But I would know exactly who the fastest person is in that in that class if I looked on a, on the department share drive. So we know who the fastest kids are in the school. We know who can jump the furthest. We know who can do the most amount of skips in one minute. We know who's, I know maybe it's not that applicable to, to all sports, but who's got fl- good flexibility. I think it's yeah. I think it's very good for yeah. all for all sports you, because you can start choosing your teams and say, well, we know yeah. we know this person's fast. Yes, yeah, so they might not be skillful, but we do know who's the fastest, and that ca- that does count. It really does count like a lot. You you know, watching any sport, football, rugby, any invasion sport like that, the f- the quickest players like you can't defend. They always say you can't defend speed, and especially when you know schoolboy level schoolboy and schoolgirl level a quick player really counts counts for a lot so we know who the fastest players are we know who can jump the furthest we know who can skip the most in one minute we know who can run the quickest in it for 800 meters and 1000 meters we know who can do pull-ups we know who can um who's kind of not very skillful movement but who's determined enough to do a lot of sit-ups in one minute and we have all of that we have all of that data and information um whereas Schools in the UK don't really do that. So you don't... We kind of have... A, we have an idea of who the quickest boy is in the year. But a from, lot of the time it's opinion. Days. Is it from sports days yeah, and but, things? Yeah, probably from sports day. Like, oh, yeah, my money's on this person. My money's on this person. Mm. Probably from sports day. But that's always at the end of the academic year. Yeah. Whereas we do this... This is required to be done when all of the kids arrive to school. 
So we know who's grown over the summer, who's who's been go, who's been doing some extra training, you know, with a club, for example, and and because our sport stays at the beginning of the year. And how, how many? Sorry to interrupt you. How many times do the students do that in a year? So we only have to do it once, but we we will probably do another round in the second semester just to see how they've developed. And it helps me helps me as a head of department prove that the kids that the pupils are developing physically, because again, like in sport, it's a lot. You know, you've you've probably been in a lot of conversations. People who watch football and rugby love a debate about different players, and a lot of it is on opinion. Like, are they, you know? And I've I've played in rugby teams where. You know, you're. A, if someone's a good player, you might be a very good player, but you might might not be a good player for that coach. It just sits on the coach's opinion. Sometimes you might not fit into that team, so it's a lot of a you know it's a lot of opinion with sport a lot of the time. But this kind of thing where you just test them: how fast can they run for 50 meters? How many skips can they do? There's less debate, and it's just another piece of information. It doesn't mean that. You know, the person who can run the quickest is going to be the best footballer. That's not what I'm trying to say, but it's a great piece of information to have, um, and it and it's great for the parents as well because the other thing that's really good about it is the is the government uh, provides some like a standards table. So if you can run the 50 meters in 10.35, you can see where that compares to the national average of everyone in your grade. Wow. So, yeah, so there's like five different levels. And you can see, and then there's like, okay, well, I'm quite low on that. I need to improve on my 50-meter run. That's what I need to improve on. And, that, and a lot of the time, it's the track start, and it's running through the line. It's little technique points like that, um, keeping your head still when you run. And then, the, you know, it's a bit more tangible for the pupils where, you know, sometimes in sport we don't always do that as PE teachers. It's difficult to do because it's, you know, what, what have I got to work on? Oh, you know, first <laughs> touch and, you know, just gives them something to hold on to. I yeah. think that is great. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. You are listening to the Sports Podcast with Jason Billows. He's mm. a director of sport and I just tag along because I can operate the knobs. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a tune. Make a few jokes about George Michael. <laughs> And we'll move on quickly. (laughs) This is Swifty and Lover. Hello, my lover. Right, welcome back. This is the podcast. It's a sports podcast, and it's a it's a great pleasure to have Jason in. And we also do a lot of chatting off the microphone as well. We should really have the mic on when we do that because we we, we talk about some good stuff. Mm. So, welcome to the podcast, as I say. And we're talking about the 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 way the government, the Chinese government. Uh, does tests mm. and you implement them as uh, because we run a, a bilingual yeah. school? Mm. Uh, what do they? What do the government do with those figures? So they they collate them, and then I believe that um, they they pick or they cherry pick all of the best athletes in the country, and then if if they're good enough, I think they they get in touch with them um, about putting them onto different programs to develop them athletically. So with with the Asian, really the, the Asian games, yes, if they're really good, I believe that has that has happened in the past. That hasn't happened in our school at the moment, but I believe if we had like a really really good athlete, I'm sure someone would get in touch with us and ask ask who is this person. Um, and it's kind of what we do on a much lower level. So for the rugby team this year, 
Um, it started off as quite a small group. It's up to 21 people now, sort of the rugby squad. Um, and I had a look through... I had a look through some of the uh, junior high results. Just had a look who the fastest players were, or the, who the fastest pupils were. I said, "I've got to get this guy, Jack Jack Sure. I was like, "I don't know him. He's a new pupil, and he was kind of off the chart for fifty meters, jumping over two, sort of two meters fifty for the long for the standing long jump. Ended up meeting him in a PE lesson. I said, "Would you like to come down to rugby? Never really played before, and uh, he scored two tries in our tournament." Um, and he obviously he hasn't got he hasn't developed like the rugby skills that you would see maybe at home from someone his age, but he's got the kind of basic physical attributes, which is what this testing is good for. Um, and it's just like it's like a, like a, it sort of brings it in line with some of the with the other subjects like maths because they know in maths they know where everyone is at the start of the year because they would give them a baseline test and the same in English the same in science. And I think in in PE certainly at home, that kind of bit is just it's just forgotten a bit now. And we kind of know who the best footballers are. We know who the best rugby players are. But do we truly know who the fastest is? Who the we could probably guess who the strongest is. But who's the most flexible? Who's the mo- Who can jump the furthest? And and you can really do what you want with that with that information. Um, it's just a great way of tracking the pupils, and it gives the pupils the pupils like all kids love like aiming for things so Mr Mitchell did a really good table um, of all the best all the best pupils across across all the grades in all the tests and he's put that outside the changing room and the pupils can see their names if they've done really well in that test and if they come first or second well who doesn't like to see that on the wall absolutely and then like all the all the kind of standards and they can see right well I'm I'm middle at the moment to get better. This is what I've got to do, and they're and they're not skillful tests. So the the beauty of them the beauty of them is, you can t- practice these at home. So you can practice. All you need is skipping rope. Like uh, one of our kit suppliers uh, provided a a link from Taobao, which we sent home a lot, and you can buy a skipping rope for nine for nine kwai, which is very very cheap. A lot of the pupils did that. They've been practicing at home. Skipping's great for all sports. Um, and the, the sit-ups, you can practice just with a partner. Um, you can practice the the pull-ups. a bit more difficult. You need a pull-up bar. But, again, you see the idea. These are things that you can practice at home. Whereas if you want to practice your football skills or your basketball skills, it might be a bit more difficult. Yeah, I, mm. I do see that. Uh, I, though I must tell you a funny story. I tried to do pull-ups on a bar that I'd put up in, yeah. in the doorway. <laughs> Two or three, and I was on the mm. floor. It came off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have to be careful. So it gives them, it's almost like giving them homework as well. Because it's not, you might need, to practice your football skills properly, you probably need five people, six people, and you practice a bit of three, you know, three aside or a passing drill. Same in basketball. Swimming, you need a swimming pool. These things are like a bit more difficult to do, but developing yourself physically is something that everyone does in adult life. Because as adults, we tend to stop, you know, we tend to stop being part of a football team or basketball team. But everyone's into going to the gym because everyone's worried about how they look. But I think if the kids can get that in there, get that habit on, uh, you know, habit from when they're young, developing themselves physically, you know, how fast am I? Am I running as quickly as possible? Am I using the correct technique? Can I can I skip? Can I do pull-ups? Like when they're young, 
you know, it'd be much easier for them to maintain when they get older. So, Would you or are you instigating that right across the whole school? So we had to do it in Hueli. We have to do it in Hueli. It's compulsory. Uh, but we also did... S- we also did similar, um, very, very similar testing in Wellington, but we don't do anything in terms of sending that data to anyone. But we still use it to track the pupils, so who are the fastest pupils. And they have a little list on their changing rooms as well? We use the same, we use the same table, um, and we, we use it to report to the parents and give them information about their son or daughter's progress, but we don't obviously send it to anyone. Um, and we st- we can use it to inform us about how the pupils are developing. And it just gives you, you know, as I said, so many times as a PE teacher, it's just opinion, it's just a lot of discussion, it's a lot of opinion because that's what sport is. Um, unless you're doing a sport where you run, like athletics, it's very clear who the fastest is, who can throw the furthest, who can who can jump the furthest. But in a lot of the invasion games that we play it's not really like that as you know like football it's not like that there's different positions mm. you know and skills different skills for those course, different positions of course yeah um, and it's not just about the fastest player although that helps because it's obviously about skill as well um, so I think it's I, I think it's been I think it's been really interesting and useful to do and your question before about would I do it in my next school I think I probably would do something like this maybe not the the lung test is a bit painful to do because you have to have this specific piece of equipment they have to blow into this piece of equipment three times and you can only really do it one or two pupils at a time it's not a great lesson but certainly finding out who's the fastest runner who can skip who can skip because it's coordination it's controlling your body and it's also those pupils that practice the most you can see the hard workers they do the best in that test. Who's determined enough to do a lot of sit-ups in one minute? Who Who's determined enough and has the lung capacity to run 800 metres in a quick time? And it's all those kind of... It's just basic. It's very, very old school and kind of simple, but it really does work, and it, it's given us so much information on the pupils. And for new pupils, um, and... Um, for, for pupils, you know, arriving to the school this year... And when we're trying to add to our sports teams and we've got to report on the pupils at regular points in the year and very early on, it's a great piece of information to have. Good little tool. Mm. Good little yeah, tool. I really like it. I love it. I love it. Right. Podcasts. This is number three. Number three. Number three. And you can get it on the app, which uh, I believe your mum's downloaded. My mum has downloaded it. She thinks it's very professional. It's very cool. Good. What's your mum's name? Michelle. 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 Your son is the coolest guy in in the galaxy. But you knew that already, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure about that. We're going to play a tune. And uh, have we got got time to talk about the Asian games? Yeah, Asian games. Because you're involved Mm. in that, aren't you? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. He's so modest. The voice of the Wellington family. This is Jukebox. It most certainly is. And my guest on the podcast, podcast number three, the sports podcast, is director of sport, Jason Billows. And you did something very, very exciting. I saw the photographs. You did a a presentation for the 19th Asian Games, which are going to be taking place here. So I, uh, I did a speech did a speech about uh, what we do here at, what we do here at school because we have a, a good relationship with the education bureau um, and Emily in my department helped translate on that day 
So my role will be in the Asia Games is to work with some of the some of the police officers to help them learn some key English phrases to help our foreign guests that are going to be in Shaoshan at that time. So I went down to uh, one of the police training centres in Shaoshan and uh, gave one of the gave a speech as you saw the pictures. I was wearing like the the official vest and the hat. I um, remember it being very very hot on that morning. It's cooled down a bit now, but it was very it was very warm, and I was wearing like a shirt and trousers, sweating a lot. But um, but it went well. It was it was good. It was like um it was like impressive to see. Um, and I, you know, the police force is very well funded, very well organised here in China, and I I do think that's a large part as to why it's so safe. And there are a lot of cameras everywhere, and I saw kind of one of those kind of. Uh, a kind of an area where someone was monitoring all the cameras, and that's why you feel so safe because it's you know there's a lot of police officers, a lot of cameras. Well, I um, must I must say uh, when Golden Week was on, we were in Shanghai and they had the police and the army just doing crowd control. Mm. There was everyone was smiling, everyone, but it was really very well organised. Mm, that's the thing; it's very well organised. These guys are very well trained; they have regular training. Um, and everything's kind of done in house. So I kind of saw all of that in person, and then gave a speech to to all the police officers with with all this. And then they did a they did like a small show with all of their equipment, like the different motorbikes and the different um, all these different uniforms. Uh, it, was, it was very cool. Yeah, that must have been very exciting to to have even been asked to do that. Yeah, it was. It was I didn't really know what it was to be honest, Baz, uh, when I was asked to do it. But um, I'm glad that I that I did do it. And um, we prepared a speech kind of two days before we went down, uh, Emily and myself, and and I think we delivered it. We delivered it pretty well. It was it was good, and I think it was quite well received. And I'm looking forward to to helping those police officers. Uh, as I said, learn some learn some key English phrases. I'm not sure exactly how that will happen, but um, I, I'm yeah I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure that will be a fun experience as well. It must also be, uh, as a sportsman and sports director of, of our school, uh, it must be very exciting to have the Asian Games based just down the road yeah, here. just here in Shaoshan. Yeah, it is, yeah. So I hope that some of our pupils and some of our parents and some of our staff can be involved in it as well. So if we, just, if we can watch it or do a school trip there and just be as involved as, involved as possible, it's just great for the, the pupils especially just to see some of the best what will be the best athletes in the world performing in in the various sports that will take place there and wh- um, when we talk about the asian games is it only open to the asian countries mm, or is it open yeah, to the whole bit, world uh, yeah just the asian countries so it's a uh, it's a bit like we have commonwealth the equivalent of that so this will be a stepping stone towards the olympics because once again people people will be there towards. watching yeah you know, yeah uh, but in, depending on what sport it is, you're going to be looking at the best athletes in the world. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, every time we drive past, when we go along the front there, just by the river where it's got yeah. the and it's got the sign 19th Asian Games. Just, yeah, it's amazing it's how, how quickly these buildings go up. And I mean, the last the last big thing I really remember being here in China was uh, was the Beijing Olympics back in 2008, and they, that was um, unbelievable. I remember either sec- first or second year of university, and uh, even the the opening. Do you remember the opening ceremony with all the 
Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. It was very impressive. Very I know impressive. it's not all about that, but they put on a great show for that, and it's just they've got the manpower here in China, so they're always, you know, everything is always so well staffed. Um, even I did a bike race myself at the weekend, and the amount of people they've got working on the event is is amazing. Make sure that you don't go the wrong way, and people just around the course. And I think that's that's the real difference between China and a lot of other countries. So they've got the manpower, so that makes it a lot more organised. And they're all, they all know their role really well. Um, so I'm sure it's going to be a great event. Well, uh, well, you, you'll be, I know, you'll be, ca- when I've gone, you'll be carrying on. Marty's going to be taking yeah. over and running it. But the podcast will continue. And um, it, would be, yeah. it would be really nice for, for me when I'm back in the UK mm. because it's going to be on the TV. And we can say, well, that's, we used to live there. We used yeah. to go past that. Absolutely, yeah. Very exciting. Mm. Very exciting. Very briefly, can we just talk about what's coming up? Uh, the sports, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 week of sports, yeah. Sports so day. yeah, so sport. So next week we will be doing assemblies for all the pupils uh, for sports day, getting them prepared and ready, and introducing the layout of the day. And then the week after will be the sports days. Um, Wellington on Tuesday, so it's the first week of November. Wellington on Tuesday, grade one, two, and three on Wednesday, four, five, six on Thursday, seven, eight, and nine. On Friday, and then that weekend is the, is the swimming competition. So it's the Hongzhou Invitational School Swimming Championship, and we're taking forty pupils to that as well. So it's quite a busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the week after that is the football tournament for the under 14s on the Saturday, the 14th, and then the week after that is Wednesday, the 18th, for the Grade Three football tournament, and that's it for November. And then we've got a couple of weeks off, and then there's some basketball. In December, but not not as big. It's as Alibaba and the Alibaba School and Kings. But we've got we've got quite a bit lined up. So you're going to be busy until Christmas. Busy boy and busy yes, team. Very busy, yeah. And um, I'm glad we've got kind of the fixtures back up and running because you know last semester we weren't allowed to do it. The and so far this semester we've had to keep a bit of a lower profile because we've been understaffed. But now we've got everyone back, and people from other departments are also back. It means that we can do a bit more outside of our PE lessons, which rem- is the, bit, the part that I really like. Well, yeah. I remember that uh, Jack was on because you normally see Jack in his in his yeah, sports in his suit, kit. He was in he? a suit, wasn't yeah. he? And he was teaching maths and stuff like that. So it's yeah. I'm glad that you're all back. Yeah. Together. So Jack was teaching maths, Nathan was teaching drama, Emily was teaching drama. But now those guys are back. We can focus on the PE lessons again. So we've been training hard in essays using some academy sessions as well so I'm excited to see how they how they get on um, and we've um, continued our relationship with uh, with Rocket Science shout out to them so we'll, but we'll use, the t- use those guys for the, t- the team kit so they look good and professional we talked about that last time didn't we so I'm very excited about it Baz and great, yeah. just keep up the good work. Yeah. And next next week you're going to bring in some of the team members yeah. to, to have a chat so I'll bring in probably one person who's in charge of one of the sports days and just see you know we can talk about the hard work that they've been doing to get one of the days up and running but i'll let you know who that is uh over the next couple of days all right that's great okay jason billows he's the director of sports and he's great and well you know that and uh, you can listen to this live every thursday and also on the podcast like you're doing just now i know isn't technology marvelous